Welcome to How to Mama Without Drama. I'm your host, Nellie Westby, and today is titled The Importance of the Formative Years. On today's episode, I'm returning back to the very first child psychology class I sat in where the professor got up in front of the class and made this following statement. A child's personality is developed for life by the age of five turning six, some people say the age seven turning eight, depending on what research you pull. But regardless, you will never have a greater impact than working with early childhood development. I knew from that day on that that's what I was going to be doing. And on today's episode, I wanted to address this because science has proven for decades that early childhood experiences from birth to the age of eight does affect the development of the brain's architecture. This provides the foundation for all future learning, behavior, and health. So we need to be talking about this topic more because healthy development in the early years, particularly births to three, provides the building blocks for educational achievement, economic productivity, lifelong health, strong communities, and let's not forget successful parenting of the next generation. So the question remains, what can we do during this incredibly important window of time to ensure that children have a strong foundation for future development? First, we need to gain a full understanding of why the first years are so crucial. Children learn the most during their first six years of life than they do at any other point. After those six years, their learning rate decreases. These foundational years is how the child will learn to achieve goals in school and later on be able to have a healthy overall look in life. Their brain is developing the most as neurons are developing more rapidly. This is why children can learn languages during this phase, where for adults, it's difficult. Next is laying the foundation with caution, knowing that whatever the child learns during the first years of life will have a lasting effect on them. When a child is put in extreme and harmful environments, a child has difficulties later in their adult life. These years have such a big impact that it's critical to lay a solid foundation of support, love, and happiness. There is proven research that there is a strong correlation between early childhood and how successful the child will be in the future. This is why we need to just rethink how we're viewing things. And the reason why I say that is all too often I hear moms say, I feel like my children are bored being home with me. I just had a mom last week. Her daughter's 14 months old and she said, I really think I'm going to put her in daycare part-time because she's just bored of being with me. She kind of just stares at me and I feel like I'm not challenging her. There is no bigger the lie than that because honestly make the biggest impact on our children. No one's going to love your child like you are. No one's going to you know, know their heartbeat and know everything about them like you are. And there's nothing wrong with having your child get socialization, but don't believe the lie that you are not called with a high and mighty calling to shape your child because you are. Third, build positive experiences so they develop a positive outlook and become optimistic despite their situations. This will help them develop confidence and great self-esteem. When a child succeeds at something early on, it encourages them to continue to do that and try. So I'm going to share a story for all of the daycare workers or preschool teachers or just moms and dads listening. Positive experiences during these years really does mean everything. So I'm going to share a true story of a little boy named Gary who was a foster child and had been put in numerous homes before the age of four. 
And he came to our school um, for September of his last year, pre-K-4, you know, getting ready for kindergarten. And the teacher would always print a picture of the child before the first day of school and hang it on their hook with their name next to it. So if the child was not reading, then the child could associate the picture with the name and eventually learn again how to spell their name. So Gary comes in with his social worker for drop-off and he turns the corner. And as he comes around the bend and sees his picture, he stops and stares at it with tears in his eyes. And the teacher said, Gary, what's the matter? Do you not like your picture? And he shook his head no. And then we all said, well, what's going on, Gary? And he said, no one's ever taken a picture of me or hung one up. And we were really confused by this response. And his social worker said to us, you all as moms hang pictures of your children all over your house. But Gary has never had anyone not only take a picture of him, but not even take the time to care enough to hang one up. So he was very moved by this. And this spoke volumes to us because we don't realize, again, the little things that we do, every little thing is actually a big thing because it helps develop confidence and self-esteem in our children. And you as preschool teachers, daycare workers, or again, as parents need to understand that every decision you make attributes to them becoming healthy, well-rounded people, and you can make a difference. Fourth, proceed with caution when picking a school, daycare, or nanny during these years as it does impact your children's emotional and social health. Babies don't talk. They learn through senses and emotions, and they're amazing at picking up emotions of their caregivers because they sense if someone's stressed and it will alter the way they feel. If they're in a safe, inviting environment, they will learn and develop good social emotional health. So I just saw this last week on one of the mom sites. There was a mom who posted that her daughter has been crying for three months now at drop-off going to school and it gets so bad some morning she actually vomits from the anxiety going in and the moms all quickly start responding and majority of them said it'll make her tougher let her cry it out or just ignore it she's probably just being very strong you know strong-willed and just stubborn and then other moms would say oh my daughter does the same thing she's been doing it for six months and I was very taken back by these responses Although I'm all for letting them tough it out when you can, I can assure you that's not normal. For a child to be crying like that every day and stressed like that every day, the child is telling you something is wrong. Children at that age are not able to articulate how they feel like we are. So they tell you in different ways. And obviously one of the ways is crying and through meltdowns. That's their way that they're working through their emotions. I could assure you that something is not right, either in that school with the staff or with other children maybe picking on her. I'm not sure what the situation is, but it is not normal for your child to be stressed and anxious every day. You cannot ignore these signs because, again, that's why I'm saying proceed with caution when picking the schools out or where your child are at. And it's okay. Mistakes happen, but then pick up on their social cues. I never had a child ever cry past two weeks coming into the school. Again, it's normal up to the first few weeks because they are adjusting and it's hard for them. But after that, something's not right. They're very high stressed and you need to pick up on those social cues and make a change. The bottom line is, is early childhood is a time to set the foundation for the rest of their lives. It's not just in social and emotional aspects, but in all aspects of their lives. So let's accept this challenge of this high and mighty calling and do it with fear and trembling because they are God's children first and then they are ours. Until next time. Uh-huh.